What's going on guys? Welcome back to the Breakthrough Society podcast. I'm your host Irvin and today we have my good friend Steve Gamblin on the show. Now Steve, he's a motivational speaker. He's the host of the Motivational Firewood podcast, uh, creator of the Vision Board Mastery program. Uh, he's also got a couple businesses uh, here and there. But um, Steve, he's just a good dude, funny dude. And uh, he makes his humor along with this, with uh, anything <laughs> anything that uh, he comes across in a day-to-day Live, so you definitely want to check out his Instagram, which I'm gonna link in the show notes. Uh, he makes us a lot of humor with you know with the speaking, so you definitely want to check him out and check out the nuggets that he drops on this show. All right, so let's get to it. All right, guys. So we before, before we get into the show. Make sure, just real quick, make sure to go over to Facebook, type in Breakthrough Society Movement, request to join the group. You already know that's where we get to know each other on a more personal level. Also, I'm going to drop in the show notes, I'm going to drop Steve's links. Make sure to go over there and show him some love, check out everything that he's doing, all the humor and the impactful content that he posts on his social media. I'm going to link his website. And also, if you get value from this, which I know you will because, dude, I got fucking value from this. I'm about to replay it right now share it with a family member or friend that you know is going to benefit from it um pretty sure you can find somebody that will benefit from it but anyways guys make sure to share it tag us on social media and let us know how you liked it and um what you got from it all right guys so with that being said here's the show all right cool all right, Steve, how's it going, man? Welcome to the Breakthrough Society. Thank you so much, Irvin, for having me. Looking forward to our conversation. Of course, man. Likewise, I'm excited uh, you took the time out of your day to, you know, make this happen. Yeah, and you as well. Thank you. For sure, man. All right, man. So uh, first first uh, question I always ask my guests, man, is just tell, tell the listeners who Steve is, man, and what do you do? Uh, my name is Steve Gamlin. I'm known as professionally the motivational firewood guy, and I am a speaker, I'm an author, and most of what I do is work with people using visualization and vision boards, helping them to understand what their goals look like, feel like, sound like, even smell like. And I do that with individuals, entrepreneurs, and company teams as well. Cool, man. So uh, growing up, were you always like that visual kind of guy? In a way, I was because now people you know, you get those questions on social media. It's like, well, if you were doing what you wanted to do when you were a kid, you know, what would it be? And I, you know, when I started to see that enough times, I realized, you know, it kind of has been um, a visual journey since I was a kid. When I was about 10 years old, there was a TV show. Now I get a few years on you called WKRP in Cincinnati. And it was about a radio station. And there was this rock DJ with scraggly hair, jeans, t-shirts, he wore sunglasses indoors and he played records for <laughs> a living. And at about 10 years old, I said, I want to do that someday. And I, and I started to practice with my dad's old tape recorder and my record player and all those ancient things nobody uses anymore. And I started actually being it in, in, I've owned a DJ company now for 27 and a half years. I was on the radio for 10 years and everything that came from that, I'm sitting in my own recording studio now because of 
that. So everything I wanted to do, yeah, I'm doing it now. And it has its roots in that vision when I was 10 years old. Yeah, dude, like that's that's very powerful. Like I actually just got into, like I see you have that the thing in the back where it says vision board mastery. Oh, like yeah. I, I was shooting a video yesterday. The chalkboard still has the sign. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I actually, I mean, I, I, I know like everybody always talks about like having a vision board and looking at, at it every day and stuff like that. Like I never actually got into that until uh, a week, week and a half ago. My desktop, um, what's called the screensaver, is, is like little pictures of everything in some sort of way of, of what I want, right? Like the, you know, what I want and my, uh, my goals, my long time, long-term goals. Um, so I know that's powerful. Like just looking at it, you know, every single day I log in, I open up my laptop cause I'm doing something work related and I see that and, or it gets me like into like this focused mindset, you know? So, yeah. but I never like realized that, um, in my early days, I mean, I'm still, tw I'm 26, but like when I was a little kid, like, I mean, I just never thought about, you know, shit like that, but like growing up you listen to like all these entrepreneurs and stuff and they always talk about like the vision board and how it's so powerful and stuff like that so yeah it's crazy that that like you realize something like that you know further down the line yeah well when you when you see what the mechanics are behind it. I mean, some people, they see my stuff and they go, oh yeah, I went to a vision board party once. And I say, <laughs> oh my gosh, let me guess. The, the social media message said, hey, we're having a vision board party with wine, cheese, crackers, and scissors and glue sticks. And I'm thinking, first off, you're not doing the work. I mean, it's something, I guess, but you're not doing the work and, you, and you're not digging in and you're not deciding what you really want and you're drinking. So, you know, if you have enough wine, maybe you can use the glue stick to put your eyebrows back on after you accidentally cut it off with the scissors. But yeah, when you, when you know that seed of what you want and then you either create or find a picture that represents the big picture and you look at those every day and you plot out what one step could I take today toward just one of these. And it's not just this wish and it comes true thing. You start laying the bricks in the foundation and, you know, you're going to look, say, a year from now at those pictures again and go, huh, gosh, I remember when I talked to Steve a year ago when I was saying I just started this two weeks ago. Now it's a year and two weeks and you're going to see your progress if you stay connected and, and understand why you want them. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Not, I mean, it's just like that step by step, you know, one step at a time every day it's not just looking at it like oh that's a cool picture <laughs> just forgetting yeah. about it this is i think that's what a lot of people do yeah i think so i actually created a line of t-shirts and on the back of it it says it's a big stop sign and it says friends don't let friends attend vision board parties yeah you know if you're really <laughs> serious about your goals don't go to a vision board party talk to somebody who who understands the mechanics of it yeah and I've always, or like now, like I see myself like with the, with my company and what I do, right. With the, like we do remodeling for electrical yeah, in, in residential. So like now, now I see myself more as like the visual person where it's like the customer tells me I want lights, you know, here and here, and I want a fan here and now lit here. Like I kind of like visualize the end result. Yeah. So when I'm, when I'm doing these quotes, like I 
I'm visualizing like, okay, how long is it going to take me to run the wire from here to here, add a switch here and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, now I'm like visualizing more of the whole project. So that way I can, I can quote this like more um, effective, right? So yeah. that's, that's what I'm doing now. And, and like, I'm just incorporating like that vision to yeah. what I do all the time now. Yeah. And the cool part of that too, is because I, I was a contractor with my dad many, many years ago, we did a lot of remodeling and decks and things like that. And a lot of times the clients would say, well, I want something different, but I don't know what I want. So my mm -hmm. dad would actually almost be teaching visualization to them. You know, they'd say they'd, they'd have a little, you know, a schematic drawn, but they couldn't really see it themselves. So my dad would say, okay, when you come into your kitchen, say if we're doing a kitchen remodel, where do you want this? How do you want the flow? Do you want an island in the center? And then my dad would be able to talk about what it would feel like for them and look like to walk into that dream kitchen. So he would explain in pictures and storytelling. And that's, that's probably a lot of where I got it is because that's my style with my speaking. But so you have that opportunity when people say, you know, Urban, I just want something different. What's it going to look like? And you can explain it to them and get them to fall in love with their project yeah. and then just hire you because of how you made them feel explaining it. Yeah, that's what I was going to get to. Is like whenever you're visualizing it, whenever you're teaching, like how you're saying, teaching them like to, to visualize their dream kitchen, yeah. you know, they're already feeling, like they're feeling like how they would in the future, like walking through this little aisle or turning around the, the like this uh, countertop or whatever. And yeah. Like with that emotion, that's what, you know, gets them to, to buy and all that. <laughs> it's yep. crazy, man. Yeah. And it's good stuff. You know, when, when you, when you get on that level with your customers, man, the sky's the limit as far as the potential of what you could do together, even down the line. I mean, anytime they say, oh, this isn't really convenient or, or, oh, this light doesn't work, or I wish we had a better, they're going to go, we got to call Irvin. We got to get Irvin <laughs> back here to, to weave his magic and, and to make our vision happen. That's yeah. a, that's a powerful relationship you can create with people. Yeah, dude, that's, that's solid gold, man, for sure. Yeah. Whenever you like, you break it down the way that you're doing it, like yeah. even whatever industry, you know, whatever the listeners, oh, I sell t-shirts where you have to like show them like what you're creating and make them like feel a certain type of way, you know, wearing your clothes or, you yeah. know, like uh, buying the car that you're selling or whatever it is. Whenever you break it down, how you're saying like this is like powerful. How you can your sales can just go from here to here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, they really can because you're building relationships. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I own the DJ business. Well, essentially, the DJ business is you know do an event and you're done. I mean, occasionally you get referrals down the line, but you're pretty much done. I mean, not everybody gets married more than once. You know, yeah. most people get <laughs> for once. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of uh, it's it's not really it's more hunting than farming. And farming is is what you know, we're talking about now you're planting seeds with people, you're building yeah. a relationship there. You're earning their trust and confidence. Cause if you know, like, and trust somebody, you're going to be more likely to work with them. And, and you're doing that. I mean, at your age, you're doing that. And that's, I think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man. So explain a little bit about that vision board mastery. Isn't that, that's like a program that you have. It is. Yeah. You know, I, I got into visualization uh, I first heard about it with The Secret, which came out in the early 2000s, right at about heard the about lowest that. point of my life. 
And one of my coaches said, I think you should watch this. And I did. Some of the stuff I really liked and appreciated, but some of it was, it was, I mean, they even had in the movie, a genie in a magic lamp. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's find another way. Well, there was a three minute conversation with a guy named John Asaraf. He talked about a vision board and I was so fascinated by it that I started to do a lot of research and trial and error making my own vision boards. And I made two at once the first time. And they were absolutely horrible. because <laughs> It was all material stuff. I made every mistake you could make. But then I started to dig a little deeper and connect myself emotionally to the goals I wanted, to understand why I wanted them, to start to map out the action plan I would have to take to get there, to build up my own self-confidence and understand there's nine major areas of our lives. There's, you know, your career, your finances, your physical health, your emotions, your emotional well-being. Your spirituality, your ethics, morals, and integrity, your connection to the real world, your relationships and material stuff. And when I started to see this whole big picture, I just said, okay, I'm only going to pick one goal for each of these and not overwhelm myself. And it was one of the most successful years in my life. And as I started to achieve success and put my life back together and became a speaker, I also did stand-up comedy for seven years. Somebody asked me one time, Steve, how are you doing all this? I said, well, I make a vision board. Oh, would you come teach it to this group of friends? So I started to do these little open to the public things. And then I, I went back through all my notes and I wrote them all down, all the steps. And somebody said, Steve, I can't hire you to come in. I'm, I'm a solopreneur. Why don't you create a program for individuals? Mm. So I did. I just went through all my notes and I, I identified 10 major steps and that became the Vision Board Mastery Audio Learning Program. And now I'm using it not just for individuals, but entrepreneurs and their teams. And we're even working on licensing it into big companies. So it's 10 very basic steps. And I'm dating myself here. When it first came out, it was on a CD. One CD. The entire program. So it's not one of those 20-disc yeah. <laughs> mega volume things that nobody will finish. It's like, I don't write 400 page books because I don't read 400 page books, yeah. <laughs> but it's all the basic steps in, in people say, well, what makes it different than going to a vision board party? You don't gather pictures in my program till step seven out of 10. All the rest is pre-work on yourself, who you are, where you are now, where you want to go. Some really cool brainstorming. That's like writing a letter to Santa Claus at one point. And then you narrow down and figure out what you really want. And then the action plan and, and the after work as well. And I have ongoing coaching with people. I have people who have been my coaching clients for years. And we work, we do vision board together each year. And then I coach them the whole rest of the year to get through it. So the, the fancy stuff of, of getting the pictures and all that shit is not till later. And people think it's like the very first thing. Yeah. It's like the main thing. Yeah. I, I used to do live get... events where people would show up with their pictures and I'd say, okay, don't start gluing yet. Let me yeah. do a little pre-work. And about halfway through, I'd hear people, I'd hear paper crumbling and I'd hear, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> even want this. Why did I bring this? Yeah. So that's what I try to stress to people is, is do the work in here and in your heart first and then see where you want to go. Cause it's not just what you get. It's who you become along the way that so many people forget. You know, they just see the fancy stuff. And I, I blame my industry, the motivational speakers who do videos in front of a Ferrari, a mansion and a yacht, many of which are rented for their huh. videos. You know, they keep saying this is what success is. And it's up to each of us what it is. Yeah. And that's like with everything in life, you know, it's just like first discovering 
who you are before like you know like i guess like one like knowing what you want you have to like know yourself right yeah. and then and then you have to say okay well now i know who i am so now i'm gonna you know try to do this or try to build this or yeah. whatever it is yeah yeah exactly. man, that's so is a is a firewood um the motivational is that uh different from like totally different from that vision board program that you have no, it all kind of falls underneath. Uh, Motivational Firewood is my kind of over umbrella brand uh, for the speaking. Essentially, all it means is I can't change your life. If you've got a spark of something in your heart, like say, I don't know how many years ago you established your business, but say when you were 22 years old, you wanted to have your business. If I share some information that inspires you, that motivates you, that educates you, that puts you in the right place to make it happen. So you had that spark, but I gave you some information that you were able to add to it. And then it gave you direction. And it, it was a conversation really early in my speaking where a guy said, so Steve, what sets you apart? I'm like, I want to help people. He goes, Steve, we all want to help people. What <laughs> makes you different? In like a five minute conversation, I finally threw my hands up. I said, look. If you hire me to speak, it means you got a spark of something. If something I share gets you to do it, I said, it's like I gave you motivational firewood or something. I said, mm. add them together and you make fire. He goes, that's really good. Write it down. And, and do you know anything about trademarks? I said, nope. <laughs> he goes, Look into that. He goes, it's, it's different. It's unique. It's interesting. You made it fun. And so that's why. So motivational firewood is kind of my overall brand and the vision board work is one of the pillars mm. underneath that. Dude, that's a good name. <laughs> Thank you. Like, yeah, with that with that analogy, like it sticks right in, dude. Yeah, and I just Wait. renewed the trademark last week. Whew, I almost lost it. Yeah. <laughs> they, they went to send me the reminder, and they had an old email, and I'm sitting here going, oh, I'm all set. And they go, dude, you almost lost your trademark. You came that close. So I own it now for another, I don't know, five or ten years. <laughs> But like so, so like if you would have lost it, what happens? Like, does it just like become available, or you can't get it anymore, or what? Someone else, I guess, could have grabbed it, and it may have cost me more to get it back. But I'm I'm glad the guy picked up the phone and called me. Mm -hmm. uh, it was my favorite phone call that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He goes, he said, uh, yeah, we kept sending you the information. I said, what email? And he said it, and I went, oh yeah, that one's long gone. Yeah. So yep. So now we're set. We're safe and. And the description is actually even better and more broad now than it originally was. So I'm very well protected now. Okay. Yeah, he's ready to get the, the ball rolling now. Yep. I go again. <laughs> yep. yep. Oh, yeah. Just keep on rocking and rolling every single day. Put some motivational firewood out there in the world. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. So uh, I had a question, man, about, uh, like, I saw what you posted on, on your Instagram the last time about the coffee. You know, that's, <laughs> so many people have reacted and responded to that, and I'm just blown away. Yeah, so fire away. Yeah, man. So, like, it's crazy how you're saying that there's, like, two things that you have 100%. Uh, like, it's it's your your responsibility, or it's your fault, right? Yeah. Um, was, like, the, was it, like, how you, what happens, or how you react to it? Yeah, how we react and how we respond to everything okay, that happens yeah. to us. And, and so many people forget it's it's up to us. Yeah. You yeah. know, I I can't I can't have something happen to me and say, well, it's all your fault that I'm in a bad mood now. No, I chose to be in a bad mood over it. You know, it's it's too many people forget that. Yeah. 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 So like what I was gonna ask, man, like I know you're real like into 
how you were saying that you were you used to be a comedian, yeah. um, but I'm sure you incorporate that humor into like your podcasting and your programs and all that stuff. So, like when something happens to you, like do you re do you react to that in like a humorous way, or are you just like kind of like just like a normal like just get your you know head out of your ass, or do you react with it with some kind of joke or something like that to you know kind of help you? Uh, it's all over the map. There are times I react to something and the first instinct is to get upset or angry, but usually I, I, I temper it with humor a little bit and I can, I can get myself off the ledge pretty quickly these days. And, and then, but everything becomes material and becomes a lesson. I mean, the post you're talking about, literally I was out for my morning walk since joining, uh, apex. Mm -hmm. I've been out walking every day between two and, and four miles and I happened to turn up a, a street I'd never been on before. <laughs> and at the end of somebody's driveway, there were two gigantic coffee stains. They had put them on the back of their car and backed out of the driveway and they both fell off. And there were two stain puddles in the street. And I'm thinking that person must have been furious. Oh, uh, yeah. And it just, it said, well, how would I react and respond to that? Cause I've actually done it. I did it with a fruit smoothie, which was not pleasant. Ooh. Um, but it, it made me remember, like, was I really mad? No. You know what I did? I pulled back in the driveway and I went and made another one. And then at the end of the night, I hosed off the street. That's all. Didn't let it ruin my entire day. Yeah. And I mean, literally right before we got in this conversation, my best friend of 37 years texted me and said, brother, I started off with a horrible day today. Then I read your post about the coffee. He goes, I stopped. I took a breath. I thought of something funny we would say about it. He goes, now I'm back on track. Thank you, brother. Love <laughs> that. And, you know, uh, I just saw two coffee stains in the street and a lesson and some humor came out of it. So yeah. that's how, that's how I try to get through every day. I, I see the humor, I find the good and I just do my best to survive it all without getting taken off my, my track. You know, like I still, whenever something happens, whatever it is, I, like I always react, not always, but a lot of times I react to it like in a, like anger, like I kind of get pissed, but a lot of times I catch myself, like not with humor or anything like that, but I just catch myself and I'm like, all right, well, you know, like this is your fault, right? Because, you know, you chose to do this or whatever, which caused, you know, the accident to happen. You know, if I draw my coffee or oh, was because, you know, I was looking at my phone or some shit like that. Yeah. So like i ultimately like blame myself for it to happen because it's true um and then i'm and then i just like i don't know like i just like chill out i'm just like all right just you know relax like it's not the end of the world yeah so yeah like, it's almost like we get that little pressure release valve that we can you know our head is all and we can just go yeah okay, <laughs> all right <laughs> you know Yep. Yeah, if, if somebody cuts me off on the highway, I'm just like, but bad, like bad at cutting off. I'm yeah. just like, like, oh, fuck, dude, like, what the hell? But then I'm just like, well, shit, like you chose to drive on this highway when you could have probably taken the other, yeah, you know, the, the other way. So, you know, oh, yeah. oh, believe me, somebody that we have a, an intersection here. We live in a pretty small town. We have an intersection that has three stop signs. And the direction I was coming from didn't have a stop sign. And I was on the phone with my sister and my earbuds. And I went to turn and the person on the other side hit the gas and jumped right in front of me. And believe me, my response was not humorous at first. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm glad he didn't hit me, but 
uh, believe me, my sister goes, she goes, if you had a gun, I think you would have shot the guy. She goes, all I heard <laughs> was F-bombs coming out of your mouth. <laughs> you know, we react and respond, but then we have the opportunity to escalate or de-escalate. Yeah. Quicker. I mean, and some people let one little thing sure. ruin their entire day, and then they go out spreading the poison all day long. Well, that oh, doesn't man. do anybody any good. That's not going to be good for your business, Irvin, if you start off in a bad mood and you're jumping on every client or subcontractor or team member all day it's not good long term yeah. yeah dude like everybody or most of the people like that's what they do is just uh, you're saying just spread the poison yeah. and like us that are more like self-aware you know i mean i don't know where i heard it but it says like you can you can react you know like the natural way to do it, like with anger and stuff for about five seconds but then you you catch yourself, you're like, all right, you know. Well, at least it didn't hit me. Like you're saying, at least it didn't hit me. Yeah. You know, shit already passed. I mean, I can't do anything about it. Besides, yeah. you know, just get over it. Oh so. yeah. And, and I got funny about thirty seconds later because my sister said, "What happened?" I said, "Well, some a hole <laughs> jumped in front of me." I said, "Damn it! I came within five seconds of getting a brand new car." <laughs> because <laughs> mm. i was going fast enough that it probably would have totaled mine and my car's 10 years old anyway so i'm like i'm out there playing new car roulette i'm like just don't let me be at fault if someone hits me yeah i might <laughs> hug them when they go it's total we'll go yeah. really cool you got insurance all right <laughs> yeah i got a new car let's go shopping <laughs> yeah, but I'm... just you know you find the best in the moment whatever emotionally gets you back in the game and, and, and at your best and it doesn't mean I wake up every day. You know, some people say every day above ground is a great day. No, it's not. That is a steaming pile of crap. Every day we wake up on the right side of the grass, we have an opportunity to make it a really good day for ourselves. And the, anybody who crosses our path, we have that opportunity. And I choose to seize it every day by being a positive person, but not being a fake uh, guru riding a unicorn, farting rainbows and glitter across <laughs> the sky type of person. I'm a, I'm a realist. But I do the best with what I have every day. And whatever shows up in front of me, I do my best to leave at least one situation a day better than I found it. And humor is usually a big part of that. And, and visualizing and, and all the things that I teach are a big part of that. So like what you were saying, like, the, is that you, is that kind of like how you, how, uh, I saw one of your, well, one of your Instagram posts, um, I think it was like a while back. I don't know exactly when, but it says, um, you posted, um, when people say that, oh, when you wake up, it's a win or something like that. Oh, yeah. Some people say, if you woke up today, you win. Yeah. Well, you're on the list of winners because yeah, like, not everybody does every day. Yeah. But some people just say, I woke up today. That means it's going to be a great day. And they don't put intentional effort into making things really great. They just think, well, I got a participation award. Cause I'm breathing and, and that's good enough. I just encourage people to reach a little higher and be the best version of themselves all day. And, and don't just say, well, I woke up, so I win. Okay, great. And then just kind of cruise, you know, walk through the day with their head down and, mm. and just say, well, I'm already a winner. That's good enough. Oh man, make the best version of yourself every day. Plant seeds for tomorrow. Cause if you show up again tomorrow, might be a better world out there waiting for you if you put the right effort into today. Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily wake up as like, oh, well, fuck, I won already. But, I, like, I wake up as like, it's my first win. Yeah. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, because uh, like I mean, I see like other people too that I follow, you know, post it on on, um, you know, post that on social media. So that's where I got it from, and I'm just like, well, yeah, like I mean, it is true. Like you wake up, especially at the time that you know you set your alarm clock, you know, without hitting the snooze button, you wake up, yeah. you make the bed, and it's like, okay, these are my like first few wins, and like I I get momentum by by just doing like those three things. And yeah. it's like, oh, hell yeah, man. Like, you know, keep working. But yeah, that's the way that I see it is like, it's it's your first one, but yeah. it's not like the, the the last one or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's 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 almost like you're you're flipping a switch or, or, or hitting a little, you know, like a clicker. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you woke up on time or if you wake up like right before your alarm, that's a win because like your your brain is already saying, hey, let's go rock this day. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, my wife and I, we make our bed. Most days she makes it because I get up first and I go for my walk. And by the time I get back, she's, she's made it. You know, it's not like I'm hiding around the corner waiting to see if she made <laughs> it. I mean, I'll, I, I help. And then uh, I'll go to my office and underneath the back of my laptop, so it's at an angle, is, is a blank journal. It's my gratitude journal. So the first thing before I even do any office work is I write down my three favorite moments from the previous day. And it, it's not broad brush. It's specific stuff. Because if I'm waking up and I'm like, well, I'm really, I don't know. I'm just kind of feeling off. I think, well, what happened yesterday? Because tomorrow I already know. Number one, I was on Urban's radio show. That's a good one. And then whatever else happens today. And the weirder, the better. So if I can infuse humor into it, it's even better. Yeah. So... I start off and I go, well, hey, three awesome things happened yesterday. Hell, I can do three more today. No problem. I'll just have good conversations. I'll bring good energy. And something will happen today that I want to write about tomorrow. And even in 2020, the pandemic year, when both of my event-based businesses took a wrecking ball for most of the year, I wrote down over a thousand gratitudes. So I wrote down over a thousand good moments in what so many people just broad brush and wrote off as a bad year. I had a heck of a year. I had a lot of good stuff happening to me because yeah. I wrote it down and I noticed it. And I intentionally said, I really want to remember this. And, and you know, you, I'm twice your age. Your brain gets full. So you really want to intentionally remember the good stuff. Yeah. So, so that's how I start every day. So there's, there's, you know, my couple of wins. And in, in then today, 7,000 steps before breakfast, went out for a walk, and it just felt oh. great. That was a win. Nobody hit me. You know, I wave to every car that goes by without looking at them. I just put my arm up. It's, good morning. Thanks for not running me over. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. some of them wave. Some of them honk. I don't even know these people. And they're honking, waving. I'm like, rock on, man. You just, we just both left this whoosh of a moment better. Yeah. From a wave. A simple wave and a smile. Yeah, dude, that makes like that makes a, a ton of difference. You're just like, hi, how are you? How how are you doing? Like, if you're walking past somebody, yeah. like it just makes you feel a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> and, and if uh, they're if they're wearing a cool hat or something, you just go, you know, that is the coolest hat I've seen all day. Yeah, and some they smile and they go, oh, uh, thank you, and then they're smiling. I'm like, have a great day, and I just walk off. Yeah, and also with that gratitude, man. Like since joining uh, Apex too, is is doing that gratitude in the morning, yes. doing like doing the G code and doing the. I do five minutes of gratitude. You know, I just sit down in the chair that I'm in, and I just talk, you know, like just talk to to God and and 
push it out there in the universe, you know, the, everything yeah. I'm grateful for, for for at least five minutes. And I just, I feel a lot better, man. For sure. Yeah. Because you're lining things up, you know, you're, you're putting your emotions in check, your brains in check, your heart's in a great place. You're connected to your higher power all in that moment. It's perfect. And then you go out and you act upon that. Like that's, that's, you know, you launch out of that chair, the best version of yourself every day. And I think too many people get up and they, they read the newspaper or they read the, the news online or worse they get on social media and watch everybody fighting or they watch the news on TV and then they drive to work listening to like political talk radio, which is just, yeah. it's like this perfect storm of toxicity. You know, if a septic tank had a soundtrack, that's what it would be. Like. <laughs> and they put that in their head and what do they do? They go out there in the world operating from that instead of where you and I come from. And a lot of times it stains their day. You know, they, they're walking around all day long like they stepped in dog crap because there's just stench of negativity following them and so they notice all the bad stuff but they also put out bad energy as well yeah yeah man for sure so uh you brought this up a little while ago was with uh 2020 where both of your event businesses took a wrecking like how how was that man how how did you uh pivot in those times with you know everything closing down uh, the DJ business, I'm actually almost 28 years in, so I'm actually retiring that this year. I just made a decision last year. I said, look, I've put almost three decades worth of work into this. Mm -hmm. And if a virus can come along and wipe it out, that's probably not a business model that I want to pursue anymore. So I talked to my agent. I said, look, I've got a, you know, a dozen events left. I'll do those. But after that, I'm going to kind of go into retirement for a bit. But on the speaking side, because I couldn't hop on a plane and fly out somewhere and be in a room of a thousand people. I started to do a lot on Zoom. Uh, I started to do a lot of radio appearances on people's shows like we're doing right now. Yeah. And just still getting the word out there and, and very active on social media with the positivity. Do a lot of videos, doing Facebook Lives, uh, joining Apex. Because I've been an observer for a year, year and a half. And I finally said, look... This is a community that I want to be a part of because these are people who are out there hard charging. It doesn't matter the industry. It's the mindset. I wanted to be around more. Yeah. So sure. it was, it was a challenging, it was a very challenging year. Uh, and also in my personal life, I had some, some major losses over the past couple of years. Uh, three months ago, my business, one of my business partners, my mentor, uh, and my digital guy, he passed away last year. We lost, uh, our family's dog who wrote his own book and was part of my speaking career. And the year prior to that, I lost my dad. So it's it's kind of been this cloud overhanging, even though I try not to let it impact me. But it's it's been a challenging couple of years. So now to be plugged into this community of people is pretty awesome. And, you know, because of the pandemic, the online version of Vision Board Mastery, it wasn't available prior to that. Because all of a sudden I couldn't go out and speak and teach it. We decided let's put it online and make it a program people can do at their own pace and all of that. And it turned out to be the greatest decision ever. Yeah. <laughs> because people are now loving it. They say, oh, good, because we couldn't get anybody, everyone in a room for two hours, Steve. Now they can do it at their own pace. And then we do the weekly or monthly coaching. And, oh, we love this. Thank you so much for creating it. I'm like, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, pandemic. You know, you, you, you. You just, you're panning for gold, no matter what's going on, you just keep finding the nuggets. And that 
turned out to be the greatest gift of last year. If I can't be there, boy, we got a way now for you to be a part of this. And and I love it. It's it's the best thing that could have come out of last year. Dude, hell yeah, man. Like I'm happy for you, man. And, and like everything that that um that like how you saying like everything that came out of came out good that like you decided to to pivot to improve your business and now it's it's you know it's it's better than than prior to the pandemic you know that's that's something that a lot of people don't like they don't think about they just think like oh well, you know everything's closing down i guess i don't i can't do anything you know i can't speak i can't dj so they just kind of shut down and like that's what separates like at times like that that's what separates like the people who are actually meant for it and the people who are not yeah right? so like that's that's what i i know one of my mentors said this before where it's like you kind of you kind of uh figured out who was who was uh like the real entrepreneur besides like the fake one yeah yeah. Sure. Oh, everyone's an entrepreneur when the economy's great and when yeah. things are going well. Oh, everybody. It's it's kind of like the real estate industry when we had the crashes. You know, there may be another one coming soon because everything is so crazy priced right now. Yeah. But I remember back around 2006, 2007, people were like, oh, Steve, you know, real estate is so great. We're making all kinds of money. Well, 2008 happened and it all fell apart. And so many people were just screaming. They did this, they did this, they did this. And they said, well, there's nothing out there happening. So I'm going to quit real estate. And a whole bunch of people left. But the ones who stayed earned, re-earned the trust of their clients. And as things slowly came back, see those people that stayed in the trenches and knew why they wanted to be in real estate and help people and, and all of that, they stayed and then they got the benefits of it. So the, the loose fringe people who were just there because it's the quick money. money, it's easy money, yeah. it's whatever. The people who have it stamped in their DNA, they stayed and they're still among my, my best clients. I've done a lot with real estate people with the visualization work and yeah, I love them. I love their passion. Gosh, they, they get put through the ringer just to get a deal to close. And I'm thinking, wow, that's pretty cool. You're, you're dedicated. And I really respect that. Yeah, man. Separates the real from the fake. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. And there's fake in every industry. There's fake in my industry. There, yeah. there are speakers where I say, really, you just get people to jump up and down and play loud music and all have this experience and then buy your crap. And then they get home the next day and they're back to themselves and you're gone to the next town. <laughs> and you know, it's, I, I want long-term relationships with the people that I work with. I don't want to, I'm not a set it and forget it guy. You know, I, I, I don't just say buy my program and you'll be successful. I, I love being in the trenches with people and I, I've laughed. I've cried. I've jumped up and down. I've hugged my coaching clients and there, there are days I'm here. I hear their littlest tiny victory and how it gets them to believe in themselves Man, I'm here jumping up and down on camera with them, <laughs> celebrating. And that's that's just the way I was taught how, you know, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, going to be in business, you got to have a heart as big as your drive. And that's just the way I was taught. You know, some people, it's not that way, but that's that's how I operate. Yeah, man. I love that. So, like, what do you, uh, what do you, what are your plans moving forward from now? I would love, and this is a big project for this year, 
to get my program licensed inside of some really big companies, um, companies that believe in the personal development as well as the professional skills. You know, there, there are a lot of companies out there and it's just churn and burn it. It's earn the money and that's great. That's fine. It's, it's just, you know, keep clicking that thing and money, it prints money. But there's other people who are in companies who understand like the better the person that can have sitting in their seats every day connected to why they're there, not just trading time for a paycheck, will stay longer and will be more effective and they can have better communication and build relationships and build a whole family, not just the team or not just a crew. And in longer term, everyone under that roof does better. Those are the companies that I really want to get into this year. And I've identified some and we're already doing some little talks and test runs with uh, team members and they're really enjoying the results. Yeah. As am I. Yeah, dude, those those are the good companies out there, man. Yeah. The ones that the ones that uh, are different from everybody else. Yeah. Cool, man. So, uh, uh, before we're, I know we're running out of time here, but just let everybody know where they can find you and everything you're doing. Sure. Nice and easy. All of my uh, products and programs and information are at Motivational Firewood dot com and the products page is there as well you can see a couple of my books and the vision board mastery there's even a free webinar on the main page for somebody that goes what the heck is visualization is <laughs> a 30 minute <laughs> webinar that explains all the basics and i've had people look at that Sweet. and say oh my gosh i had no idea i was just writing letters to santa claus i'm like well now you know how much impact you can really have so yeah, it's all there at motivationalfirewood.com. Yeah, they need to check that out because a lot of people just hear visualization and they think it's some like fairy tale shit. Oh but yeah, yeah, I get it all so, the time. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that you have like a, a webinar on there that you know explains everything, yeah. what it is like that's 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 legit. <laughs> so they definitely yeah. need to check that out. Yeah, and there's even uh, if you go to motivationalfirewood.com forward slash v letter v i five. There's a, a, I think it's an eight minute video um, that your listeners can access for free if they go to that page uh, that explains five basic steps of visualization. I created that for somebody who says, I don't have time to watch a 30 minute webinar. I said, all right, <laughs> I have this eight and a half yeah. minute thing. And it's, it's really cool. Some people, they listen to it in the morning or they watch it on their laptops in between snooze buttons. And that's why it's only eight minutes because the snooze button's yeah. nine. I go, brother, you can you could watch this in between snooze buttons and and, <laughs> and you'll be better than you were. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's there too at motivationalfirewood.com forward slash VI5. Okay. Sweet. Good. <laughs> I'm gonna check that out myself. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so last question that I have, it's I ask every single it's a can question I ask everybody. What do you consider your breakthrough moment and why? My breakthrough moment, and I'll tell it as quickly as I can, lowest point in my life, August 2003, I'd blown up my radio career. My first marriage ended in divorce. I was near bankrupt and had to move back in with family. I'm at just rock bottom. I was hitting golf balls at a driving range in a thunderstorm under power lines, barefoot in the wet grass, and dared the oh. lightning to hit me. Shit. And a couple <laughs> days later... I was working with a new coach and he goes, so how was your week? I go, put down your pen and listen to this. And I told the story of that, but I made it really funny. And he said, oh my gosh, have you ever thought of being a motivational speaker or a stand-up comedian? 
and it just went went yeah but i have no idea how to pursue either one he says mm-hmm. i think you'd really love doing both i think you'd be really good at it and he had a brochure wow. on his desk for a local community college that had an introductory stand-up comedy class that started two weeks later and i was there and then <laughs> toastmasters and i was there and i became stand-up comedian and a motivational speaker 17 years ago or almost 18 years ago now and uh, that was the moment golf balls in a thunderstorm and somebody just asked me a question that made me you know pivot bounce it off the wall a different way however you want to describe it i found i found my calling in it and the funniest part is it's still a continuation of the dream that little kid had when he wanted to be a radio dj and be up in front of people entertaining be around music and get people to really enjoy hearing his voice so 43 years after that 10 year old kid had that dream here we are <laughs> that's awesome bro that's crazy so i appreciate you sharing that thank you cool man so yeah but uh steve thanks for coming on the show man and, and giving dropping all these uh, nuggets for the listeners Thank you so much. I, I Like I said at the beginning of this, I loved this conversation and I was looking forward to it. So I hope, <laughs> I hope your listener has benefited from it. I most certainly did. And thank you so did, much man. for inviting me to be here. For sure, man. You have a good day. You too. Thanks so much. 